Hello again, everyone. It's Mr. Most Days Off from the Best Darn Diddly Review Show, here with a special message for you from Richie the Whiz Kid. You know, a town without Best Darn Diddly is a little like the mule with the spinning wheel. No one knows how he got it and danged if he knows how to use it. The name's Whiz Kid, Richie the Whiz Kid, and I come before you good fans of Springfield with probably the greatest podcast. Uh, it's not for you. It's more of a Shelbyville podcast. Now, you wait here just a minute. We're twice as smart as the people of Shelbyville. You tell us where to listen to Best Darn Diddly and we'll listen. I'll tell you exactly where you can listen to it. You can catch the Best Darn Diddly Review Show each and every Monday on bestdarndiddly.com. So hop on the monorail and join us on this journey through the Simpsons series. to the Gravity Beard Podcast. We're actually not recording in Studio A today. We're on location in the home of my parents. Thank you as always to our listeners. We appreciate your continued support. Hey guys, thanks for coming back for part three of our time together. I was looking forward to being here. Glad we could come back. Yeah, Mom, you ready to continue keep going? Awesome experience. Thank you. I think something important to point out here is that growing up, you didn't get to stray too far away from home. No. Not even in college. No. So college is... Did you meet dad in college or after college? Uh, In college. In college? In college. Yeah, I was still going to school there. And dad then took a job... You must have been near the end of it, though, because Mm -hmm. you guys guys met and got married when you were 23. 23? So your senior year. So how did you meet dad? Um, well, hang on. We definitely are going to go there. But was there any other follow-up regarding what you're the no, point you No, I making? mean, the, I think the reason why I'm pointing out the fact that Thank you. you didn't stray too far away leads into meeting Dad because um, Dad was kind of from a completely different world that you came from. And he provided a sense of maybe adventure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good word. <laughs> Which, which definitely leads into why you met Dad. Yeah, yeah. So, so how did how did you and Dad meet? Okay, um, uh, I worked in the store, uh, and uh, this particular in one of the stores. In this particular store, the manager had a son who was getting married, and um, this manager liked me, and um, she liked your your dad. And so she thought it would be good if I went with um, your dad to the wedding, to the wedding, to her son's wedding. So, so, um, so it was a, it was supposed to be a, it was a setup. Mm-hmm. You were set up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So um, he, she told him about me, and he called me, and then uh, we set up a date. And um, but I took my girlfriend along because and, wait, wait, wait. you set up a date in advance of the wedding. Yes. So you're like, I'm not just going to go to the, this wedding with this guy. Mm-hmm. I need to meet him first. Absolutely. <laughs> was that his? Was that his idea or your idea? 
No, it was my idea. And take my friend along, my girlfriend. Pull her <laughs> down the street. That was smart. And even for that time. Mm-hmm. And ju- just for the listener's benefit, I haven't produced this yet, but Dad told his own version of the story. So if you want to hear both sides of the story, <laughs> <laughs> then you can listen to both episodes. But this this is where the two this is where the two stories dovetail and cross each other. And now and now you can compare notes going from this point of this episode forward. You can now compare this to the, the previous to the to the corresponding part in. Right. Conversation I have with dad. Right. Okay. Right, right. Continue. And then um, <clears throat> my parents um, knew his dad because why? His dad worked with Brinks, and Brinks uh, is a company that um, goes and um, collects money from businesses. Businesses. So which they um, still, still do today, by yes. the way. Right. So um, your dad's dad came to my mom and dad's home to explain the Brinks system. Of collecting the money from the business and Correct, safely because taking it. Prior to that, my mom used to. Uh, my dad brought all the money home, right? And my mom did <laughs> counted all the money, of course, <laughs> and made out all the slips for the banks. That's incredible. And my dad and printed the checks. I remember the machine with the arm that she did all down the payroll and checks all, all the by payroll. hand. Yes, all by hand. All yeah. I remember checks. that absolutely. And um, which she which she still did up until the time she she was still doing checks that way. Yes, yeah. e- even after well, yes, I would have been old enough to remember that. So she did that for a really. I was long old time. enough to remember that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, our house got robbed. And I'll never forget that either. I, I this is when I was in high school, and um, uh, we had a term paper assignment, and at that time. Uh, when one was working on a term paper, you wrote your notes on little index cards, and then you organized them according to how you were going to type out the paper. And I had all this stuff done. Yes, we did that too. No internet. No. All <laughs> done and all organized. And that nasty person who came to uh, rob our house not only tore open all kinds of cupboards and whatever, whatever, but scrambled all my cards. <laughs> oh, I want a nasty person. And so anyway. That, that was the main beef she had with the robber. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Messed up her term paper. Then another That's time, terrific. then another time, uh, I went with my dad. Um, this was, gosh, I don't know even how old I was. I used to also sometimes go with her, with him when he'd make what he called the rounds. He would um, go and check the building on 49th and North Avenue, all the offices make sure everything was a-okay. Wow. One uh, time we went in there and somebody had broken to the um, the bakery and uh, busted um, the uh, cash register and whatnot all. And then uh, I was, oh my God, I was so afraid. I didn't know if that person was still in the building or what. And so then my, uh, as part of the rounds, we had to go down in the basement to check stuff. And there, sure enough, um, uh, that person had put in, uh, um, made a little fire of some sort to burn some things because we um, it was all little ashes and and whatnot all, and I don't know why. And I thought, oh my God, he was going to burn this place down. But anyway, the the person was gone, and um, they recovered from that. So, um, so, so back back to back to. Y- you requesting a date mm-hmm. with dad before you mm-hmm. agreed to go to the wedding with him. So, okay. 
we went on the date, and we went downtown <clears throat> to um, uh, this really fun place that had um, dancing and a bar and all. And, um, and it was what was so the name of your friend? Sue. And where did she sit in the car? I think she sat um, in the middle. Or maybe next to me. I don't know. We in the front seat. We were all in the front seat. And it was snowy. It was a real snowy night. Anyway, whatever. Um, um, we had a good time. And weren't you late for the date? Didn't Dad have to wait for you? Oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I believe Dad covers that in his part Okay, of the I'm yeah. sure he does. Yeah. So, okay. It so might I'm, be worth it for me to cut some parts out of that audio and, and put them into this audio. <laughs> have, have a back and forth on this part of it. That would be good. So, anyway, then. Um, so, did you dance with Dad? Mm hmm. And then we really liked that place. So, um, when we continued our dating, we oftentimes went to that place. It was, it was probably run by the mafia. It was, I don't know. <laughs> it was called the Holiday House. It was so fun. And, there was a big um, mafia presence in Milwaukee at the time. We, we, we thought it was fun. And so, um, I don't know, I guess we dated about a year, and then your dad asked me to marry him, and then a year later we got married. Or <laughs> <laughs> yada, yada, yada. And then, we, and then we got married. He was a good dancer. He was a good dancer uh-huh. yeah, and fun. Was there anything else that was notable about your courtship period or the engagement uh-huh. or... Anything like that? Well, um, at the time, he was working at the bake shop. And um, um, when he was done driving the truck, um, he would come and uh, pick me up and we'd go to Mass together. That was one thing. And another thing we did, um, we would go to um, uh, Mother Perpetual Help Devotions. This was all suggested by him on one of our dates. And um, and I thought that was amazing. I I liked that very much. And so, um, anyway, but um, um, I don't know. Um, my my parents became concerned about um, um, your dad because he, uh, you know, didn't have a formal education, and um, which uh, neither did either one of your parents. Do what? Have a formal education? Neither one. Right. So yeah, right. So anyway. Um, um, I didn't think that was a problem. Um, I liked his family. I l- l- liked his mom and dad, and I liked his brothers and sisters. They were Catholic. His mom kept a, a, a very neat, clean little house, and she would cook, and it was she was a good cook. And it was just it just seemed like what, what, what's the problem? What's the problem? <laughs> so I I decided no matter what I was going to um, marry this man. I liked I liked. Um, you know, loved him. So, um, but anyway, there was a problem, but it got resolved. And um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's, well, that's probably a matter of opinion. To yeah. to your parents' defense, you were their baby. Correct. You were the last of six, mm-hmm. and they had worked really hard for a lot of years, and they wanted the very best for you. And most likely, anyone mm-hmm. who proposed to you. Mm-hmm was not going to be up mm-hmm. to standard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone could have ever met their standard. But like mm-hmm. you said, mm-hmm. you and dad had fun together and you went to mass together and he had a nice Catholic family. And so you had a lot to base your future on. Mm-hmm. So, And eventually your parents were okay. Mm-hmm. They were okay. Yes, they were. And do you remember how you got engaged? Your, um, your dad simply asked me to marry him. Where? 
I know, but where and when and how? Do you remember the details? Where and when and how? No. Were you, were you, <laughs> <laughs> were you at a restaurant? Were you in the car? Didn't he do it car? in the car? Oh, yeah, in the car. <laughs> in the car after one of our dates. He had a lot of nice cars, though. Yes, yes, love like cars. He, like he was very yeah. proud of his vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So yeah, to yeah. him, that was a very special place. Yeah, right. Exactly. Good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> what, what do you remember about the wedding itself? What do I remember about the wedding? Um, I know it was just really, really fun. And, um, it was at the Holiday Inn on Wisconsin Avenue. Because you got married beautiful. July 29th, yep. 1967. Correct. Okay. Uh, it turned out to be a beautiful wedding. Got married at uh, Christ King and um, your dad's you know, family came and... Uh, Grandma and Grandpa Early came from Chicago, and um, a lot of my relatives came, and business acquaintances from you know my my parents, and it, it was a, it was a beautiful wedding. Was it a big wedding? It sounds like there was, it was well attended. Yeah, it was, and it was at the Holiday and um, like I said, on um, Wisconsin Avenue. And well, the reception uh, was. Yes. Yeah, the wedding was at the church. Um, correct, and uh, we rented the whole one floor. One part of the floor was dinner and a, and a beautiful, beautiful wedding cake. As a matter of fact, when we're done here, I'll show you pictures. And well, yes, uh, your family owns a bakery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the other, I, I would hope you would have the, a beautiful wedding cake. And the other uh, uh, room uh, uh, was um, for like reception with hors d'oeuvres and you know drinks and so forth before dinner. And, we and had there was re- dancing. Rece- reception line. Mm-hmm. And who officiated? Over my my Monsignor uncle, Monsignor yeah. Richard Schaefer. Yeah. Then did he marry your parents? He did. And he was had only been a priest for six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did he baptize me? Mm-hmm. I remember him. And I loved him. Yep. He was amazing. He was so sweet. He he bought me um, on my two wheeler bike, which I treasured, and um. Golf clubs. He'd love to uh, take me golfing, and so well. I, otherwise, I never would have gotten to play golf. Never, 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 never. And he showed me how to swing the club. <laughs> We'd only play nine holes, but that was that was enough. That was enough, and I have such good memories of that. So, yeah. Tell, tell us, tell us about your first home after marriage. Oh, well, first of all, um, back up. When we first got married, we rented an upper duplex, and we were there for two and a half years until uh, a, a strike came along and affected the uh, W.A. Krieger Printing Company and, at which our dad, your dad worked. And, um, oh, my gosh, we had to leave our home um, and go to Madison for the whole summer. And Why? Why did you because the the striker the uh, strikers were very serious about their cause and they called people that went against the strike scabbies scabs. So and uh, Dad was a scab. Dad was a he, scab. He crossed the line. He, he crossed, crossed the picket line. He, he didn't. He, he didn't strike. He oh went back God. to work. They would change chain your car. They would throw um, jars of uh, paint through uh, front windows of your home. I mean, just. Uh, threatened me um, uh, that uh, when I w- eventually I had to go back to teach in the fall, and um, threatened you know on the way that they were going to cause 
problems for me on the you know on the road and stuff but anyway so the strike came to an end and um things settled down and my dad found um uh, a duplex brand new duplex in, in milwaukee on 92nd street and so um that sounds familiar yeah so we, that's where we moved. <laughs> that's we moved. where you were born. Oh, right. That's the reason. <laughs> that's, the, that's the reason. What, yeah. what, was, what was the address of the home on 92nd Street? <sighs> oh, gosh. That's a good question. I don't remember. It was just 92nd Street with the apple tree. Mm-hmm. I, want, I wanted to give that address so that listeners could go on Google Maps and actually see the home that we're talking about. <laughs> oh, I wish I... Oh, I feel bad about that. One block um, north of uh, Burley. Okay, so if you could find if you can find Burley and Ninety Second Street in Milwaukee, um, yeah, it was just a couple of, couple off the corner. Mm-hmm. Third, I think, third, third or fourth off the house off the corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fourth, yeah. Anyway, um, thirty was it thirty two fifty four? Is that 30, it? May have been thirty two fifty four North Ninety Second Street. Thirty-two fifty-four North Ninety-second. <laughs> That's Street. a good guess. All right. So if, if if listeners feel adventurous, they can get on Google Maps and yeah, that that home still stands today. It does. Well, I don't think the apple tree does though. Well, perhaps, don't, perhaps it not. looks awful. I, I I took such good care of that place. Oh my gosh, and beautiful. And you you wouldn't like it right now. So so it's, you made it's, it's sad. It's sad. It looks sad. You made references to two dogs in your notes. Under, under, you you mentioned the strike, which obviously is a really significant experience, and then just below that, you made reference to two dogs. It said dog dog from high school, and then dog on strike, and I don't know what those notes mean. Mm, I can tell you, one of those dogs was Coco. Yeah, right. That's probably dog. She... That's probably dog from high school. No, no, that's dog on strike. Oh, Coco is yes, dog on strike. She did not like me. <laughs> that dog didn't like anybody. She was the pre-children dog. Oh no, no, no. She especially did not did like. Did you me. want to make mention of dog on uh, dog on dog from high school? Is that something that needs to be discussed? I thought you had a cat that you rode around in the basket of your bike. Oh, yeah. That was that before, that was before was dog li- from high school. That was when she got was little and. I got a cat from some uh, relative's farm and uh, brought it home. Not at the same time as the mouse, because that no, wouldn't have worked out. No, no, out. no. <laughs> and I love that cat. And, um, oh, my God, it was kind of wild, though, so my mom had to stay outside. But anyway, then one day it crawled up on my um, underneath my oh dad's fender of his car. Ooh. And um, he did not know the cat was there. And he backed up, and the, the cat, cat was... got a good wallop. And, um, and then my... So to speak. My dad then had a uh, hit it over the head with something. Oh my! <laughs> Kill it. I was very optimistic about where that story was going. It absolutely delivered. Thank you. So, so what about the dog Thank from high that. school? The dog from high school. I don't know. Um, if dog from a, high school is important, but it was a boyfriend's dog that. Oh, had a boyfriend! And now it suddenly has become important. And um, I don't know why he had me take care of the dog, but. Um, did it become your dog? Like, wh- why did you? Why did you make a note about dog from high school? Oh God, I don't know. Okay, we'll just we'll just skip over that. You just love animals. Yeah. So, nineteen sixty nine, you guys move into the home on North Ninety Second Street. Nineteen seventy one. I'm going to turn to my left. <laughs> Hello. That, that's where my <laughs> that's where my older sibling is is born. What would you like to say about that? Well, uh, first, 
first child, oldest child. Yes, and you don't, you know, you has acted like it ever since. Right, <laughs> and <laughs> just you. like with a lot of things in this life, when there's a first, you you don't know exactly what to expect, and so of course uh, not. Um, so you brought her home and put her in a wash basket. No, 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 <laughs> no. So that's all you ever knew. No. So I thought I was going into labor. And um, so um, our dad took me to the hospital. It ended up being false labor. So then I knew that my brother Dick and and his wife were having a really neat party at their house. So I <laughs> says, well, on the way home, why don't we just stop in at the party? And um, so um, I'm going to uh, interrupt for just one second. Yeah. One thing you should know. Uh-huh. My parents had a lot of fun in their earlier years. Yes, we did. Just, they just, liked to party. Just elaborate on that briefly, well, since you made a point of saying that. <laughs> well, but anyway, the, the doctor said, you'll, you'll be back tomorrow. You'll be, before I left the house, you'll be back tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's, so anyway, we had a good time, and sure enough, the next morning, uh, all things you know, started up again, and, um, and then headed to the hospital. May the 31st. Yes. 1971. Correct. Okay. Five-ish yeah. yes. p.m. Five yes. PM. And then our precious uh, Cynthia was born. And, um, oh, um, what what a thrill. I mean, there's there was, in my mind, nothing more fantastic happened to me in my life than, than the birth of Cynthia. Oh, well, thank you. And um, your dad's father um, loved Cynthia, and as a matter of fact, I named her because of us. He suggested the name, and he could not wait to to get to get to get up to the hospital. He, he didn't he just suggest it. He, he couldn't said, get there soon enough. He said, "I am going to call her Cynthia. Uh-huh. So whatever you name her is just <laughs> fine. But I want you to know yeah. that I am going to call her Cynthia." See, that's why we're doing this. Is these are all things that I've never heard before. Yes. Now, now, do you have any insight into where that name came from or why he liked it so much? He never told me, but he told me multiple times that he named me and he went to the hospital and informed everyone that he was calling me Cynthia. So they could do whatever they wanted, but he was calling me Cynthia. And and all the all the all three of you, all the ladies in our family, all share the same middle name. Yes. Which is Marie. Marie. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Yeah, and I I liked. um, your grandpa very much, and sizes. If you you want to name her Cynthia, Cynthia, that's going to be it. So yeah. So you went along with his wishes, and I sure did. And that's what we call her to this day. Yep. 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 All all of this part of the conversation is all regarding us, your children. Mm-hmm. Nineteen seventy four, July the first. Mm-hmm. That's where I come into the picture. Yes, my precious Christopher. That's right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess I want to back up just slightly and just say and just ask: Did you guys have any conversation uh, as a couple about ch- how many children you were going to have, or wh- what kind of family planning? What no, kind of, none not, whatsoever. Just not really. And how did you decide four years into your marriage that it was time to have your first child? Well, <clears throat> actually, um, I had a miscarriage first, and. Um, that was unfortunate, very sad for me. And then um, then I became pregnant with Cynthia. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then um, your, your dad felt that um, a, a time space of like three years would be, would be you know, good. 
So um, that's when we decided to have okay. a and, and another question I wanted to ask you was, you were teaching. You had mm-hmm. taught for four years. Mm-hmm. You taught art. Mm-hmm. Did was there a specific conversation about once we start having children, I'm going to stop working, or is that something you decided after? That's a good question. I think it was just it was just an automatic. Um, In in those days, women didn't work outside of the home very much. No, that's true. And so, so it was more of a cultural thing, and you were fine with that. And you decided you were going to work for some period of time, and then you're going to start your family, and that's where you're going to shift your focus. Correct. Um, My mom. There's no way she could work outside of the home. Well, she she, worked. she was working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she, yeah, with the business, she sure did. It was all hands on deck. Yeah. <laughs> so she definitely worked. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So, so, you, I mean, that was just your mindset. That was your philosophy. That that's what you had planned to do. And that was exactly. Okay. So there was, there wasn't a situation where you guys had a conversation where you really enjoyed teaching. You want to continue teaching. Maybe we can make this thing work out. Right. You just decided I'm going to work until we have children. And then that's. And I was that. perfectly happy with it. I yeah. loved, um, you know, being a homemaker, and I loved being a mom. And um, I didn't have any d- d- desire to go to work because your dad made good money, and um, um, we got you know some generous monetary gifts from my my mom and dad occasionally, and um, we didn't. Yeah, it was never brought up that I should go to work. Never. So you never, just never planned never. your budget, yep. and you lived on. You chose to live on what Dad made, and within those parameters. Yep. And you lived. And I'm so glad I did. Me too. Did that. I'm and, so glad. And I did so, that. so three years after Cindy was born, that's when I came along. Mm-hmm. Yes, you? because I needed a brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that and that's a conversation for a whole a whole another day. We could, <laughs> we could, we have we have so many fun stories, and I mean that sincerely. Lots and lots of great memories. We do. One of those memories we're going to get to right now, actually, and that is in 1979. I think Dad. I'm just going to say it this way: Dad decided <laughs> that we're going to pack up and make a pilgrimage to a completely different part of the country. So, okay, so Cindy was around seven at the time, and I was around four. I think one thing that I want to know about this, and I'd love to hear your. I'm looking at the two of you, Cindy yes. and Anne. Your questions, you didn't come along until later, so but whatever. But, but, but <laughs> thanks. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to you. You'll have your time. But but you might have similar questions, so I'm going to ask mine and then jump in where you like. But but I think about that time, and I think about this move, and I think about your family and how close you were to your family, and that was a big deal to you. You'd been in, so, so from your perspective. At some point, Dad comes home, and I'm assuming, and proposes this idea. Just tell me about the conversations around this decision to move from from Wisconsin to some other place. Okay, well, some of it was, uh, believe it or not, inspired by the fact that some of the, or some, two gentlemen from the printing company had moved to Texas. Um, one... But, well, but the, the, what, I'm, what I'm trying to stress going into this is, not your idea. No, not really. Okay, all right. So the one gentleman moved to San Antonio and did printing for the um, army base down there and did oh, very successful. And um, and then um, this other gentleman who um, was um, an ex- one of the executives at the pr- W. Krieger, he got a good job with Motherwell Printing Company in um, 
in, in Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah, which, is, which around, is not far from where we currently, where you guys currently live. It's right down the road, just a few minutes. But mm-hmm. right, but around this time, Dad also had gone to when Cindy was a baby to New York for a little bit for right. work right. and right industry. One of the main reasons was industry in Milwaukee, and we're talking the printing, the breweries, the automobile, a lot of industry in Milwaukee, for whatever reason, was declining. And it was hard to get work. Right. And so dad did not know, like he, he didn't feel like he had a really good future there. You know, he was at a point in his life, an age, and a point in his career where if he was going to make a move, it had to be soon yeah because he like down the road 10 15 20 years he just wasn't sure that the opportunities were going to be there in milwaukee right yeah so 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 this was 12 years into your marriage Mm -hmm. you had had your second child me Mm -hmm. just a few years but five years before Mm -hmm. and each of you both of you have the same birthday you're you're the same Mm -hmm. age you're born a week apart from Mm -hmm. each other so both of you are in your Mm mid-30s And then, well, believe it or not, the, again, that strike had a had a big, big impact because, like I said, those two gentlemen left. Uh, they had to because the things weren't um, the same after that strike. And your dad, uh, dad kept in contact with them. And so, um, anyway, one of the top guys at that um, printing company started his own printing business, Quadratis, Quadgraphics. Which, and, by the way, is still in business today. Yep. Yeah. And so, anyway, um, and start, uh, took his two sons, who also worked at um, Krieger, with him. So, and that became a very, very successful and a successful business. And they wanted our dad to join them, and he didn't want to. So, anyway, then your dad decided to branch off, and instead of uh, working as a pressman at at Krieger, he went to work for another printing company, and they in Chicago, and they wanted him to transfer to New York. That's where that came in, and uh, we went there and checked everything. You know, um, after your dad worked there for a while, and um, we decided no. Mm-mm. Uh, your dad then um, started his own business selling printing equipment, and then eventually it went into um, Fat Boy business but that's a whole other well but but now he he started in sales in Mm -hmm. milwaukee before we moved Mm -hmm. like i remember Mm -hmm. doing saturday morning outings with him and Mm -hmm. we would we would get donuts and coke for breakfast and breakfast of champions (laughs) absolutely and we would go to the office and he would check on things and then you know he had things he did the hardware store and the mechanic and you know he had he did this stuff and so i and none of that has changed dad still has has rounds Mm -hmm. it has not changed so anyway so but he was in sales then Mm -hmm. so when we moved to texas he came ahead for a little while Mm -hmm. who did he who was he going into sales with here um i think it was mother all was it Mother All? Mother All, the, is the company that that moved Transferred us down here. here. Paid for the move and all. That's right. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And then Robertson Porter. Which, which the interesting thing about the Mother Motherall company is Jim Motherall, who was actually a little bit younger than Dad, but the one that he went to work with, just recently retired from his own company and sold that company. And very last, just last year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, then he did Robert's Importer, and then he went back to basically having his own business. Mm-hmm. He had a partner for a while, and mm-hmm. then he opened up Atex, and mm-hmm. then he mm-hmm. also opened... Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I don't want to get too distracted because I do I mm-hmm. do want to get as much insight from you as possible on, on this, is that... So Dad decided that it was... I, I, I want to hear it. I don't want to put words in your mouth. I want to hear it in your words. Mm-hmm. Dad came to you and said, "Yeah, oh, I think we got to move. Well, I, I thought it was a great idea because... Um, Remember, I um, lived in Milwaukee um, all all that all those years, and um, it didn't really expand much. And, Which is and what I, thought, I was talking I about that, earlier. I, right. I thought that was an adventure, and I thought, so, yeah, so in spite I thought of, that's great. So, that, in spite of I your mean, very very close family ties, mm-hmm. you were excited about the suggestion. Mm-hmm. I felt we. I felt that I felt that it would be. A good idea, yeah. Okay, and, and you may have something to add to this. If not, that's okay. When I talked to Dad about this, he mentioned you guys explored a couple of different places. One was Southern California, mm-hmm. San Diego area. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what he said, but yeah. they decided not to do that. Right. And then you considered San Antonio, Texas, mm-hmm. for whatever reason you didn't decide to do that. Right. And when we ended up where we are now. Yep, exactly. Okay. Did he tell you why? I, I think he did. I just don't remember. They met someone on an airplane. Yes, that, that's right. I do remember that. But that's yeah. a little bit part of it. But I, th- I think an underlying attraction was this was the gateway to the wild, wild west. We'll actually, we're just a couple moments away from that. I'm, 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 glad, I'm glad you referenced that. We will get to that. Okay. So I just want to spend a minute or two also just talking about, because you made, these are from your notes yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, from your perspective, tell us the logistics and the circumstances under which we moved. Okay, well, it was, um, let me because, think. Because we moved, we arrived in Texas on February the 5th. You guys came in, Dad or you, both of you came and scouted homes in, in the fall Earlier. before that. Correct. In late 78. Correct. But the actual move was on the 5th of February. Right. So your dad was already, um, you know, live, uh, working for Motherall. And uh, so I was left at, at, at in Milwaukee with the children and packing up and everything for this move and uh, it, it it started to snow and it snowed and it snowed and it snowed and um, I, thought, I don't know how we're going to do this and we had a, a station wagon parked under this carport that we were going to you, you know which I believe for, dad purchased that car for specifically, for, specifically for, this for the move oh. and the weather is another reason why he chose Texas Yes. That's yes. correct. That's okay. So, yeah. so anyway. I, but but yeah. I also want to point out, just in context, this is right after the movie uh, National Lampoon's Vacation came out. Because, <laughs> because, because, and everybody should know. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go look it up. But but Dad references that. When he references that car that he specifically bought for the movie, he calls yeah. it the family truckster. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm sure he so, does. Anyway. He, I mean, I think he thinks he's Clark Griswold. But in any case, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Can please continue to talk about the logistics of this move. So the snow kept coming, and it get kept it higher and higher and higher on top of this carport, and I was so nervous. I did, and I thought I can't get up there and shovel that off. And what if that thing caves in on the on the car? So I got a neighbor, and um, a neighbor so kindly, and it was so cold, uh, got up on the garage, and and then uh, got some of the snow off it from that perspective, and then on on the other three sides, and and got most of that snow off. And oh god! And so anyway. Um, Obviously, Dad didn't make you drive down by yourself. He right. flew oh, no. back and drove oh, yeah. to Florida. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the car, including 
you and dad mm-hmm. and Cindy and I, mm-hmm. one dog, one bird. And the plants. And a goldfish. Yeah. And you did not add a lot of house plants. <laughs> Correct. So what um, I remember, I, and I do remember this. I do remember the snow. I was only four and a half years old. I but remember I remember the, the snow. I re- well, you were seven, so yeah. you might have a more vivid memory. But I remember the snow being over my head. So oh, it, yes. it was at least three, four feet. Oh, yes. And wh- what was your memory of that, Cindy? I distinctly remember the snow. Yes, yeah. it was definitely that tall. I see snow. As a matter of fact, they had trouble getting the truck started. The the moving truck. We got our, tr- our they, truck. We had two problems with the truck. One was the weather, and one was Dad wanted to load the, the Buick convertible. The, the, the bright fire engine red with white top, white leather interior, 75 Buick LeSabre convertible. Correct. And it slipped off the ramp. That is correct. They were supposed to drive it up a ramp into the truck after the rest of our stuff was. But they did get it in. And I think we had to call a tow truck. I'm quite And we left hours after we were supposed Mm -hmm. to. It was the middle of the night. Yeah, Yeah, it was late. I mean, it was was blizzard type snow conditions. Oh, yes. Well, the city. Yes. You said said here 26 inches of snow. My memory is... was that it was more than it was more than that? Well, it, like, it, it accumulated higher than that. It was ten degrees and twenty six inches. Oh, probably of snow. because they brought in the tow trucks and they so or the right. snow trucks I'm, I'm sure and then they the piled the, the snow banks up get higher. And that, yes. yes, and yes. so it's above y'all's head. Because they had to yes. haul. Yeah, they had to haul snow out of the city in dump trucks. Correct. In yes, order to allow people to circulate around the city at the time. That is correct. Yeah, and we we probably should have just gone to a hotel and left in the morning but dear dad was so tired of that snow he had we were leaving well he was clark griswold we were leaving he's gonna he was gonna get to wally world if it killed him he, we were gonna get as far south as he could stay awake and drive us that's correct and that's what we did we yes did. we did yes we did and then i'll offload the children and the pets and the plants and then in the morning we got back in the car and yeah Mm-hmm. And when, when you say when you say offload, that means when we stayed overnight, not mm-hmm. not at our destination, but right. no, you take all that stuff, we, we all, drove the, all the living things, yes, all the living things, yes, that's correct. And then we reloaded. That's right. But you know Back what? On the road. When we got here, the sun was shining. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> February in Texas. <laughs> I distinctly no. remember. I distinctly remember. And, and Dad probably s- just felt the the sweet victory. Of oh that, yes. Of that, Accomplishment! Oh my gosh, it was great. Mom, was there are there any other d- details about the move itself that you wanted to mention? Um, uh, the the two movers, um, they really liked oh, us. Sandy and uh, Alex, yeah. yes, and they came back um, to visit us after. Um, yeah, who stays in touch with their movers? <laughs> We do. They, they, Our family does. They yes, stayed do. overnight. They stayed overnight, and um, they when they had another move in Texas, they came to visit yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. How about that? All right, that wraps up this part of the conversation. We've got uh, one more part to it, and we'll see you on the next on the next episode. Don't miss the show tomorrow. It's the conclusion of the series with my mom. We'll finally give my youngest sister her due, and discuss how our family embraces every possible stereotype in the place we now call home. You've been listening to the Gravity Beard Podcast. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. In the sunlight brings my train. So I say goodbye to New York. I'm an L.A. man again. When I stand in New York City, lights are bright and the girls are pretty. Held a heart and a hell.